That was New Day by Retcon, by the same guy who is Endiff. We're going to explain all this. It'll make sense, I promise. Who wants to be famous? The biggest little city in the world, the American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Fuck you, Nick. Podcasting live from the recent past in my bedroom, talking to Jason Hollis. In Chicago, it's the worst little podcast, and I am your host. Nick Ramirez this week. Uh, unfortunately, we lost Rory, the bad technical connection. Uh, we got Ian, we got Chewbacca, and we got Rick Dogwater Dick. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. You should do it. Yeah. Close enough. Nick, yeah. Nick, <laughs> Nick, you nailed him, bro. Did you ever say, did you ever say who was on the show? Yeah, very yeah, like at the front. At the very front. Oh, the he said he was in Chicago though, and from my understanding, he's yeah. actually in Minneapolis. Well, yeah, let's take Chicago two. was um eight hours ago. So <laughs> okay. you're technically correct because you were broadcasting from the recent past. Same time zone. <laughs> Same time zone. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I can do it over. Fix it in post, or you just leave this. <laughs> the I think it'll be yeah. fine. I think this will be think, a perfect think, yeah. example of the way the show is going. We just keep going. <laughs> yeah. You know, let's keep the clusterfuck. The clusterfuck is part of the show. You know, worst little podcast listeners, how you do something for a whole year because of the pandemic, and then you don't do it for a long time, and then you try to just whip around and think you can do it again, and it just sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're doing a shitty technological bike. Zoom is not like riding a bike. No. It didn't seem complicated when we were doing it before, but I guess it, we probably had a little learning curve with it when we started out also. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I remember the first couple of shows that we had, we couldn't really play music at all over it. And when mm-hmm. it did, it was all garbled and shitty. And then I oh. forget who it was pointed out to us like, oh, you need oh. to use like, that was Chris Fox. original sound. Yeah. That was Chris Fox. And it just yeah. fucking like, made it magical. We could hear oh. everything just fine. And, oh, yeah. Just flip wonderful. the switch. And bam. Yeah. And I look forward to that day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have you back on once we got it figured out. Yeah, yeah. Again. Yeah, we really have Yeah, I'm good. We're cool. That's just good. <laughs> Let's do it. Want to want to talk about that song we just heard? Uh, yeah, yeah, Jason, that was pretty great. So, uh the project itself is uh kind of is a retro industrial sort of thing along the lines of wax tracks. Or, you know, or honestly, pretty much all the fucking bands I just saw in Chicago. Because oh. I just saw Nitzerola, I just saw Portion oh. Control, I just saw oh. Frontier War 2, and so forth. So, um... Shit! Yeah. Are those guys all just like, are they just like fat and old and ugly and... Well, I mean, they're old, but, you know, they're, <laughs> but they're super... They, they put on really amazing shows, and, uh, you know, they're all real nice and, and whatnot. And the shows were, yeah, the shows were great. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Everyone is... Everyone is advanced in years. I saw Some Bauhaus. Of the genre. I saw Bauhaus this summer, and Peter Murphy yeah. has never had more power. Yeah, yeah, no, he's uh, he's got that shit going, dude. That fucking voice of his is exactly what came out of the, what went into that microphone back in the fucking late seventies. Yeah. It's I can't yep. believe he sounds that good. Miracle, 
Dude, so they're all so they're all kicking ass like that. Uh, all the ass was kicked. I want the Nitzereb guys to just be like buff as fuck and and like no, no, sadly no. But um, again, they were amazing. God. So yeah, we had Bond cool. and yeah, both of them, it was it was cool. It was nice. Did you play that festival too? Not this one. Uh, I played one two weeks ago here in Minneapolis. Uh, it was two days, and we played New Day. And, um, yeah, it was, um, it was cool. Uh, we had Spike Ellis, we had, uh, Choke Chain, we had tons of bands. Uh, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll provide a, a flyer at some point. And, uh, and that was cool. And then, um, I'll be playing a different festival in Chicago in, um, in November, uh, Sanctum Festival. It's th- three days, two days. I can't remember, but that one's going to be amazing. Pixel Grip and just tons of bands. And I get to open that one as well. So, uh, despite cool. my advancing years, I, I'm still the opener because it's a brand new project, but uh, people really seem to like it. Every time I played so far, which has been twice, <laughs> um, the entire place dances and that feels good as fuck. Yeah. You didn't move to Chicago. You're in Minneapolis, right? I'm currently right. in Minneapolis, but I, I've lived, I've made giant triangles all over the continent here. Uh, like, I'll spare you the details, but yeah, at one point I lived in Chicago, but now I've been in, in, in Minneapolis since 2014. When you left Reno, was it to do music? Uh, it was to or... go live in a bigger city. <laughs> and which big city was I that Reno, one? But I, I, you know, I, I like giant fucking cities. So yeah, no diss to my hometown at all, but really, really like just getting lost in place and finding and the, weird the twin cities up there in minnesota they just go and go and go that's like one of the, the biggest yeah. widest pieces yeah. of city i've ever seen it's like three million people in the metro and if you yeah. actually look at the actual population of minneapolis or st paul they're not that impressive because no. that like there's all these little sub municipalities there's, there's like 30 comprise. cities in that, that yeah, metro exactly. area yeah they all yeah, have their own thing going on super fractured up and there's some frankly racist reasons for that originally but um you know it, yeah. uh, it is I'm what it is. Oh, it also, when, when I was there, it seemed like a pretty diverse city, yeah. too. There's, there's a lot going on there with oh, a lot yeah. of different cultures. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can walk uh, three blocks in any direction and find 10 different cuisines or yeah. six different languages or whatever. So, beautiful thing about big cities. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, this constant bombardment of, of the new, or at least the vaguely familiar. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's, it's treated me pretty well. It's cold as shit during the winter, but other than that, it's pretty bitching. When did you leave our, our little city? Uh, Christmas Eve 2013, actually. Dude, Christmas Eve? Yeah, it was rough. Uh, Jennifer wanted to get here on a certain timeline because she had a kick-ass job that she landed on the first try after she graduated uh, her uh, accounting degree, and uh, it was the timeline, so that's what we did. And... Uh, Oh, it was the worst fucking road trip I've ever taken. It was <laughs> oh, no. so horrible. The instant we hit uh, Utah, it was negative 20, if not colder. Oh. And there was like extreme weather, like wind and snow and freezing fog and all kinds of bullshit. It was thimble winter the whole way across the country, which wouldn't have been a big deal if uh, we didn't A, have a flu from my niece. And um, oh, God. we weren't driving a diesel Jeep, which diesel freezes. What the yeah, fuck? It does. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to have an engine yeah, warmer. It to, turns into yeah. jello. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. You, you mean that you could put that. diesel in an ice cube tray and make diesel cubes? Well, you could. Yeah. yeah. It would be delicious. Wow. <laughs> delicious and nutritious. It it smell nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. I so, yep. And uh, so anyway, it took us a bit longer than we'd hoped. And uh, uh, you also, the other thing you have to winterize, not just your diesel fuel, you also have to winterize your coolant apparently because uh, a li- I guess there was too much water in mine and a little finger of frost went right out through the head gasket. And uh, mm. yeah, so by the, time, by the time I hit Laramie, uh, the coolant light came on. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, so I had to keep stopping and getting more coolant to put in my freezing yeah. car. In some of the coldest places in the country. Yeah, yeah, but we got here New Year's Eve, uh, 15 minutes to midnight, and uh, our friend Jim, who I live with now, uh, had beers for us, local beers, lovely ones, and, uh, and it was cool. Nice. Cool. Well, you know, I asked you on the show because you're like, you're, you're kind of killing it out there, and, you know, we, we all remember you in Reno, and... and you know, the people I tell like we're having just hair was a little longer right back then though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You guys, I remember trench coat long hair, Jason. <laughs> I, I suppose we should inform the viewers that Jason is bald. <laughs> they cannot oh, so very <laughs> and actually uh if, if you remember almost the entirety of my existence, there was not this adorable little beard. So, so that's great. a yeah, now so addition. So, is that big. that's uh Van Dyke? Technically. I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, no, it's a, little, a goatee. Oh, well, no, no, it is a Van Dyke. It is Van Dyke. Fucking, yeah, yeah. I, I was going off like kind of a scan, like a Spanish conquistador beard thing. <laughs> People happens. look at you and they think of being conquered. That's how it works. Yeah, that's that's the goal. <laughs> By Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he's the one who weirdly specific. Weirdly specific, but effective. Uh, cool. Well, maybe we should listen to some more of your music, Jason Hollis. Yeah, oh, what yes, are we going to hear now? Hi. Oh, oh my God. There's a cute oh, little baby. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> what the fuck? What just happened? Just for a second. <laughs> my daughter. For you listeners, <laughs> Mikey brought in Pauline. She's very cute. Oh, cool. Excellent yeah, craftsmanship. Solid work. Yeah, I, dude, my sperms are amazing. <laughs> Clearly, and Mike, Mikey's eggs are amazing too. I mean, you know, you put two great things together. Yeah, meet action. As they say, the proof <laughs> is in the pudding. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jason, the second track on the EP is Blink. Oh, good. I'm glad one of us remembered. <laughs> so, uh, this one's weird because uh, A, I try to sing more than usual. And also, um, the whole thing with that song is basically. It's kind of a, a, a war game slash Doctor Strange love style Cold War love story? Ooh. Question mark? Ooh. Yeah, so like, uh, so there's this missile commander in his bunker and he's lost his shit and he imagines that his opposite number in unspecified nuclear armed country is, um, and he are in love. And the only way they can consummate their love is through a nuclear exchange. So, um, so that's what that song's about. Okay. Dude, let's fire, let's <laughs> fire up the missiles. Sure. Fire all missiles.
So, what'd you think, huh? Pretty hot. Oh, dude, that was fucking, fucking rad. Great, dude. Dude, dude, beautiful love story. Fucking cities now. Right. So. Yeah. I love Let's the just idea. Burn it all down, man. Fuck it. This war is so cold. I need someone to hold me. <laughs> I liked it a lot. You know, it's a shame we don't have better chemistry in the show. <laughs> I've got a video in the works for both of those songs. Uh, oh, rad. Uh, where, people, where, yeah, where can we find you at online and stuff to where we can uh, see these things as they're coming out? Retcon.info, which currently only goes to my Bandcamp page. Okay. And, uh, but I'll probably make a Weebly page or something sometime soon. I don't know. We'll see. And then is the uh, Retcon stuff on Spotify and shit too? I add shit, yes. Excellent. Because I've been listening. I've been listening to the end if and uh, and that's just got like the one album and like one other track, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I only put the newest one up on Spotify. Uh, I just got onto DistroKid. I don't know six months ago or whenever I put that thing out. And um, yeah, so I've uh, I haven't uploaded any more stuff. But there are if if you if this were a video podcast, uh, I have the ones that I <laughs> took out of my my backpack that I forgot to give out in Chicago is probably, I should probably shouldn't have done that anyway, but I don't know how that would, would have been received. So I guess it didn't really affect that plan, but I brought them. But, you never um, know. Yeah, Somebody so, saw, Hey, did you bring them? And you're like, yeah, I did. But nobody asked. Yeah, so, yeah. I didn't preface it with anything. And who wants to be handed a, an obsolete media format in the middle of a four day music festival? Uh, I do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm different. Yeah. Dude, what else are you going to yeah, do? Rails off of? back wall. It's just all tapes. So. Yeah. I see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real to real. Brands uh, tape and CD deck. So yeah. Yeah. That's going to be real valuable when, uh, when the digital thing all blows up, I'm going to have all the tapes. Right. I'm You're going to be all the music. guy. Yeah. First person like, I'm going to call. Oh, great wizard. Play yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. I just have to run it through a Walkman and some batteryless speakers, but it'll yeah. work. You're the fucking library of Alexandria over yeah. here. Indeed. Don't burn down. Oh, <laughs> what were some of the bands or uh, music things you were doing in Reno before you left? Oh, um, me and Kyle would arrange for, uh, for, uh, a Reno noise night. Uh, eventually we also named it meat, but, um, yeah. Reno I remember night. that. Yeah. Yep. Dense graffiti. Yeah. Um, Carson, I think. Did yeah. Lots of, lots of good, lots of good people involved in that. So that was pretty fun. Um, yeah, we'd have, uh, all the local experimental artists of which for a city that size, it are a damn lot and very, very good ones. And uh, we'd also import people from all over the place and learn fascinating new things. And, and it was in a gallery, so people would, like, paint or sculpt or do weird art shit at the same time. Sometimes we'd light things on fire or break things with hammers. You know, just stuff. That's good times. Yeah. Sounds like Reno art shit. <laughs> Very much. Cool. Did you ever do the Burning Man thing? Once. 1996. That was early. Uh, Elko. Yeah, you remember. I thought that was my oh, 96 year. was a vicious year. That's like one of the, the ones that people talk about still from back in those days. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my first wife and I, we made a batch of absinthe and brought that out as barter, like a gallon of it. And um, yeah, bartered for whatever. Yeah. It was on the playa, as one does. And uh, it was uniquely amazing. It was, uh, oh, and 
the, the re the way, the way that it happened in the first place was, um, also the birth of one of my whole shticks since then, which was, uh, I've been flipping music equipment since 1996. And, uh, I'd been digging ditches up on, you know, those Hills up behind, uh, not quite sun Valley, but like, there's like nice houses up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah behind uh, the university. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's talking about he's talking about my talking neighborhood. About your neighborhood. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like literally where you Jason, live, that is where, where I actually currently basement. am. Yeah, I, I probably dug <laughs> your basement. Oh my god. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Well when you say dug, <laughs> you mean like were you digging for somebody or were you just digging? I was just digging, man. I don't know. It was just my thing. <laughs> no, um I was working like for a company, like I was doing construction. Oh no shit. Mm-hmm. Damn. I was the gothest construction guy on the crew. <laughs> no one understands uh, me. So it was payday and I had money and I was driving home in my, what was I driving? My shitty old Audi 5000 and like driving down the hill and there's like this pitiful looking little yard sale, but I had a keyboard out. I'm like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. So I stop and they had a fucking Korg Monopoly, which now is worth like $2,500 but it was a hundred bucks and they had a TV mm-hmm. 303 for a hundred bucks. So anyway, I sold the, two, I sold the 303 to the guy from electric sky church, like a week later for $1,500. And, uh, that's how I went to burning man in 1996. Awesome. <laughs> and also, paid wild. <laughs> well, and back then that much money went a longer way, way longer way. Especially um, these in, in in real life and in Burning Man, Blackwood City life, I mean, like it's not uh, even an RV now. <laughs> yeah. Like now, it's, it's you know, it's, it's like, all rich people and shit. It's just enough but for your ticket, then, your beer, and that's it. That's a, a lot of money. You probably did really good out there. I mean, like if you had that that kind of budget. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah. think about it that way when I went in '96. So I didn't bring a lot of money, and I learned a harsh lesson. <laughs> I think I, we rented a friend's camper and made that absinthe and had some supplies and went out with some other friends who had tent and between us all, we managed to survive. So right on. And did, do you, do you dig like electron EDM dance music? Uh, I'm more of a techno person specifically. If, if I leave the industrial womb or whatever mm. and, uh, I, that, that closely adjacent, much more compatible jam is mine. <laughs> Ten four, right on. And, well, uh, so and this kind of goes back to Minneapolis too. Is um, uh, people don't mention it in the same breath as like Chicago or or Detroit, but it's like at the end of that same sentence, you know, for for techno specifically, Minneapolis. It's, it's the kid sister to those two. Uh, lots of fucking techno here. Some of it's really gnarly. It's just really hard. Is Minneapolis where Purple Rain happened, you guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, confirmed. Have you played First Avenue? I have not, uh, but I played one of their venues, The Fine Line. Uh, and actually that day, that was when I opened for Front 242 almost a year ago to the day, actually. Uh, tomorrow will be a year. So Nice. These guys are going to be here in Reno sometime in the next few days, aren't they? Fucking go. Not just because it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Also, well, the only time I saw Front 242 was in at Lollapalooza in like 1993. Yeah. It's the first time and I saw it. It was hot as hell. Mm-hmm. And it really, that Lollapalooza was just scorching down there at Mountain View. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was at so that. I didn't really enjoy it as I thought when I saw him, I thought it'd be rad to see them at a little club somewhere. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really it was daytime too. Yeah, it was, and it, it was so hot that day. Yeah, not okay. Yeah, no. Lights. So yeah, they're playing down at Cargo, I think. So we ought to yep. check that out. Sell a kidney, uh, whatever you can do. Yep. Yeah, they definitely like a legendary act in that genre of music, especially. Yeah, I'll do that. So when you played with. Uh, front two four two. It was with Endiv. Yeah, that um, was, that was the project you were doing. Yeah, and so the shtick with that, uh, whereas Retcon is a pretty much a straight up industrial project from you know circa 1998 or nineteen eighty eight. Endiv uh, is basically, um, I just want to fucking hurt people's brains. So um, the whole shtick there is uh, <laughs> Uh, both projects play with time uh, for retcon time is kind of focused into a single year, just 1988. And uh, like, I literally pretend that there is no other time like past, present, future. It's only that one year. And then um, for, but for, and if literally crushes up time and starts at like a fat rail Academy. So, <laughs> uh, uh, so, so the shtick with that is that I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an interdimensional being who manifests on this plane of reality as hallucinations. And so I come up in this, uh, arc, this snow colored Arctic shell and, uh, led mask. And I have projections onto myself and I have projections on the back wall and I have cameras that I switch between in VDMX. And those are usually pointing past me at the projection screen. So you get video feedback so there's like eight of me doing some bullshit as I move around. And that sounds uh, fucking sick, dude. I, I I'm pretty sure I hallucinated the basis for this on your uh on your shag carpet at some point in the, the mid eighties or late eighties. On dog water dick's carpet, huh? Yep. We used to toy um, around with things. Things, Jason, and stuff. Things and stuff. Jason yeah. is the person uh-huh. that uh, that uh, Skinny Puppy came out with the album Rabies, and there was a song on there that that we both liked, but had no lyrics. They just had lyrics for some songs and lyrics for not other songs in the liner yeah, notes. Made them up, and so we just sat down and played the song over and over again, and adjusted the EQ to try to bring out the voice, and just wrote down what we thought he was saying, even though it was total fucking batshit nonsense. Wait, wrong. It was so it no, but then recently I like looked up the lyrics for that song on the internet, and what they have on the internet is remarkably similar to what we came up with. So I don't know if it's just other jackasses in bedrooms putting it up there. I don't think that's official skinny puppy information, but but yeah, those are some great. Uh, the other memories. funny thing is is uh, you're actually sort of the you're kind of at fault in me doing any of this stuff. Like you you uh, you had that uh, SQ80 and we did that cover of, uh, tainted, was it tainted love? No, no. We did it in the style of coils, tainted love, but it was actually a cure song. Oh my close God. to me. We did close to close me. Close to me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That was so, oh fuck. I don't even know so if I have that. Your fault. The, but that was so great. Some guy from like, uh, uh, like by Gardnerville or someplace just stopped by my house and was like, yeah, you can borrow this keyboard and just left these fucking keyboards and their stands at my house for like a year. And we just had like a tape deck and we would just yeah. like play. And I just figured out how to program the thing. And, and it, it was, it had a, a 16 channel sequencer and like, it was, that was fucking, that was some great times. 
and we had mm-hmm. like a, a dumb little like like sampler from the the grocery store kind of it was like a little shitty sampler and, SK ones, yeah oh god make fart noises into it and play them back slower and faster <laughs> good times you guys no those were those were that was the beginning of me like trying to do something no the very beginning was cutting cables in my parents house and and doing a little yamaha keyboard and then playing it back from one tape deck and recording another track on top of that. And it would slowly get off time and become dissonant and horrifically out of tune. You need to post that. Yeah. Do I, don't think, I don't think I have any of that. But I do no, have I do that. have most of the things. Maybe it's from, in his tape collection over here. It might yeah. be. I'll watch my tape later. Check it. And it was on one of those really. I wouldn't be surprised if it found its way into my van one day. You know those really shitty tapes that like were looked like had like 80s art deco shit all over the side of them and yeah. they were clear they weren't like they were really oh, yeah. low quality I know. Tapes. The Maxels, the Maxell with like the pink uh, and yellow yes, 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 yes I can't believe yeah, you know I've what I'm talking about I've got a bunch about. of those here so I'll, I, I'll list all of them see if I can find anything like that I think Nick's going for some <laughs> oh my those god are hideous. I have at least 10 yeah it was the cheap ones I didn't even I didn't even like go as fancy as that back then I would like find shit in the thrift stores and tape over the do not record yeah. holes in the top and yeah yeah like, just going to get like a carpenter's tape and then like record yeah. some brand shit over the top of that yeah. totally yeah i have like 20 pounds of that lying around that i sample I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, be, I'll do start doing that again and i'll put stuff like that on there and then i'll take it back to the thrift store and have some have them sell a carpenter's <laughs> tape so oh, yeah it's like whoa, me, whoa, whoa. here you go that's not the carpenter's <laughs> It was their experimental phase. <laughs> <laughs> they were just trying something different, man. It's their older it's like stuff, dude. Acid. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, tangent aside, uh, yeah, that, that's that's that project. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah. then the the end of stuff has like like no lyrics and just samples and all these crazy yep. fucking sounds and shit. But then yep. the retcon stuff, you actually do some vocals. It's straight up like wax tracksy kind of, yeah. Well, should we hear Old another track off industrial. that? We could do that. The next one on the EP would be First Light. Is that a good one to play next? Uh, yeah, sure. That one's actually about um, surviving a night or an event that you didn't expect to survive. And, uh, you know, like the last several years or whatever, or, and then, and it started as something like that. And then it kind of also became about Ukraine a little bit. So you'll, you'll hear it.
That was good, dude. That's all I gotta say. Oh my god, thank I you, Nick. Really good. Fuck. <laughs> I'm glad we have you here, Jason Hollis, is your guest. Me you know? too. It's we don't get a lot of industrial uh, honor. Um, uh, so like, yeah, no, not enough. But you know, it's really not everywhere like everything else is. Jason, so good to hear. how do you define industrial music? I had a friend oh, ask shit. me we're, this. We're, we're, we're not lobbing the softball questions anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I, I'm to the interview now, man. I had a friend <laughs> ask me this, and I gave an answer, but I know that many people would disagree with me. So I wondered what you, somebody who's actually working in the in the the, the genre, would say. It's probably wider than most gatekeepy people's definition, but it has to be synthetic. It has to be dark. It has to have some social commentary and uh, yeah, that's basically it. Those are the, you know, it, it has to go some places that uh, regular music wouldn't. So I guess it has to be also somewhat experimental to at least a degree. Well, so I think those are probably the four, the four pillars of the thing. And part of my definition, and I don't know where I got this, was that there was a time when the the sound of that music included a lot of like people beating on giant oil drums and shit like that mm-hmm. and sampling yeah. it. And I thought that that's where the term industrial came from because they were industrial sounds. They were like clanging like giant yeah. brake pads and shit. Like, you yeah, know, it's like chains yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's isn't that where it comes from? Sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where does the term industrial come from? It's actually more of a second wave sort of thing. Oh, so like the original thing was uh, from Throbbing Gristle, Throbbing Gristle, and they uh, they literally named their their label Industrial Records. And anyway, so that they kind of coined the term industrial music, and so a lot of purists will say that that and tangential things to that are the only true industrial music. But of course, we all mostly know it from things like Skinny Puppy and Ministry and it's like that. So uh, more of a second and third wave of, of, of the whole thing when dance rhythms started getting involved. Uh, so, and a little yeah. more guitars and, uh, so, yeah. Yep. And then I heard an, an interview yeah. with, uh, with Jim Thurwell who, who did fetus. And he was like, mm-hmm. he refuses to even use the I word. He just refers mm-hmm. to it as the I word. But then yeah. I think some of his early stuff being <laughs> like, so what I would think of as industrial. Absolutely. I mean, he would sample, everything like if you listen to one of my favorite songs in the entire fucking world anything slash viva oh yeah uh i fetus just an entire junkyard of of sampled and manipulated sounds right at the beginning and then throughout the song pretty yeah so it, I, I love that he refuses to, to even use the word. It's very, uh, very Andrew Eldridge. <laughs> well, fuck it, thank you for clearing that up for me. Cause I felt like, I felt like, am I missing something? Cause uh, he won't use the word. And, and I think of him as being somebody who was really that to me. The epitome of the word. Yeah, yeah. totally. Rick, shall we play a game with uh, Jason? As you wish, Uncle Nick. It's time for the worst little quiz. And uh, we're going to each ask him, I don't know, maybe one or two majors and a couple of rapid fires. Um, and we'll just score Jason. No prizes for him today as he is in Minneapolis. So that would be... Normally we would give you later. things, Jason. Uh-oh. But, yeah. But we can't. Normally you would get prizes from prizes for the game. But um, this is just going to be for bragging rights. So here we go. All right. My question... Place. 
out of the gate. I'll throw you a softball one. Um, the movie of your life. Who plays you and who directs that movie? <laughs> huh. uh, I couldn't really say. I'm just going to ironically say Michael Bay because I can't think of any other directors. Also, Explosions. Uh, uh, who's the fuck? I, oh, I can't remember the damn actor's name because I'm two beers out. But um, the guy who was The Fly. You remember the movie The Fly? Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff fucking Goldblum. Huh? Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Points. He could pull yeah, it off. Totally. So. <laughs> okay, who's right, next? Who's Jeff Goldblum. No question. Chewy. Um, all right. Uh, what was the best band you ever saw at Del Mar? At Del Mar? Yeah. Del Mar Station. Fun. Do you remember that? Wow. Yeah. No, I actually do. Uh, yeah, some great shows there back in the day. Uh, well, the thing is, I only ever went there twice for a show. Uh, there was the guy from Tears for Fears. Who? Was it Tears yeah, or Fears? There's one of it was either Tears or okay. Fears. I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> but uh, one of the two. And did you ever notice that they always look like they're like a couple who are talking because they had a fight? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call it Tears and Fears. But yeah. But um. Bring yeah. So probably that guy, whichever of the two guys. Do you remember what the other show you saw there was? Oh yeah. No, I I played it. Uh, okay. Me and my first wife had a band with some other people called Winter Long, and we opened for Switchblade Symphony and Spawn Ranch. Oh, cool. And uh, so I would say that has to be the other one because the only one I've ever gone to. That was the second best one you saw? Second. <laughs> second best for sure. All right. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Um, Jason, what is the, the worst thing that you witnessed or had a, or happened to you in middle school? Wow. I don't know. Middle school is pretty fucking horrible. So I'm just going to go softball on this one and say the rat tail that that DJ guy from that one pop station had on. You, a, a pop station DJ showed up uh, at your middle like, school? Yeah, the, the pop station that everyone liked when we were yeah, in middle K, school. K-Wins. K-Wins. Motherfucking yeah. K-Wins. Yeah. And, uh, yeah the, the DJ had the longest fucking rat tail I've ever seen. It's amazing. It was like, like 82. nine inches long. Yeah, something like that. Cause we're was it the Ninja? Fuck. Huh? The ninja? Remember, he was uh, the DJ. He was the way back ninja. And then yeah. He had like three, two or three rat tails off the huh. back of his. Wow. Times. Of all the stuff that happened in middle school, that was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> PG rated version. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so, what was the first album you purchased with your own money? Ooh, good one. Oh, shit. That's pretty great. I got to think about that because I didn't really have money. Until I was an adult, for the most part. No money until I was a man. Um, let's see. Probably Howard Jones, actually. Uh, Dream Into Action. And it wasn't yeah. vinyl. It was a cassette. Yep, mm-hmm. that was it. I wore that motherfucker out. <laughs> That's well, a pretty high-scoring answer. That and a couple others. Oh, Joe. oh yeah. Jason, what happens to us after we die? <laughs> You're just gone, bro. So get all you can now, you guys. Dust in the wind. Dust in the wind. <laughs> okay. New Year's would be hard. Chewy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sketchiest convenience store in the Reno Sparks area from back when you were around. Oh, fuck. Ironically, no. The one over by Reno High was pretty bad, weirdly enough. 
But the I don't 7-11? think it's the worst one. The Seven Eleven, yeah. Okay. We'd always go there and get fucking big gulps at four in the morning, tripping balls. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We'd walk there from Trent's house. Trent's uh-huh. house. Oh my god. Fuck. Yep. That was right. some of the. But I remember fucking sitting in a giant circle, smoking weed, and the balls going around. And I would fucking find a reason. I was such a piece of shit. I would find a reason to cross to talk to somebody on the other side so that the pipe would hit me twice. I <laughs> oh, never noticed. Yeah. And at some point, somebody said. At some point, somebody like Ian said, "Hey, is Rick?" Going back and forth to get hit the twilight. That's a that's a great move, Rick. What a fucking piece of shit, you guys. <laughs> hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do. Oh, that problem. Uh, <laughs> I did not. You were that friend. You had you're the guy who come. You come to my house and you would be like, "Hey, can I scrape your pipe?" Yes, <laughs> that's exactly. I can't tell like, you. Man, I can't tell you how many times I've told somebody that. And then I'd be like, "I'm really good at it." You get in there. It'll be clean. Alcohol. I promise. It'll be spick oh, yeah. and span. Your man. bong would be fucking clean, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those kind of dudes when I was in high school that would would do that Jones on me for for scraping my pipe and shit. We would make fun of them and never be that type of person. <laughs> like he yeah. set the bar for me at oh, a man. good early age, so I was like, <laughs> I'm not gonna be like that. That's like I'm never gonna be like Rick Spagnuolo. Like Rick Spagnuolo, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised we're friends now. Right. Well, but, but you've only you've only really known me since I've been sober. So uh, yeah, That's I was true. I was a terrible drug addict. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as weed and alcohol was concerned, I did acid really well. I remember being yeah. very stable. Fuck. Okay, so who's right. so who's next? Back to the a little crystalline and fractalized. <laughs> Good times. Uh, did we just ask? So I think Rick, it is your question. Oh, minus. What is the dumbest thing you ever shoplifted? Hydrocortisone. <laughs> Mostly because I knew I was being watched, and I did it anyway because it's so fucking itchy back then. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was the laundry church my dad was using. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah. I actually got a reminder of that uh, while I was in Chicago for the thing because um, the Airbnb that I wound up staying at, it, it basically, is, you know, it's an Airbnb. The guy's not there, so uh, he he like uses like lavandaria grade detergent. So it's just like perfume, you know. It's like working class families; they want things to smell smell as good as they can for as long as they can because they don't have money to go fucking around going to the laundromat to go to work and shit. So. They, they, there's this tendency in, in to, to use like really strong perfumed uh, detergents. And um, anyway, so this guy was doing that. And I woke up at like four in the morning, still drunk from seeing God knows what bands and like, why am I awake? Oh my God, this thing. So, you know, there's so much perfume and it was just making me itch. And anyway, so yeah, that would be the dumbest fucking thing to go. Mm-hmm. Way out out of field. <laughs> what was the first like big show you saw growing up? So, like you know, like Lawler Event Center or Lawler? Oh, that's easy. Yeah, uh, Tina Turner. Oh fuck yeah! Dude. Yep, and it was at Lawler, and uh, it was also my first fist fight. <laughs> what was that? Oh, what was that over? How'd that go? There were two dudes that in front of me, like doing some dumbass dude bullshit they were fighting or whatever and they bumped into kept bumping into me and i'm like 12 i don't know shit about shit and like he just kept like one of them elbowed me really hard and i was like 
I just started wailing on him and my dad like grabbed me and kind of threw me aside and yeah, it was pretty dumb. Anyway, Tina Turner was amazing though. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, Lawler used to get some real big shows. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. I don't think I don't even think they do shows anymore. Uh, Florida just played there a couple of weeks ago, oh, and there really? was about there was about eight thousand college kids there. Jesus, yeah, it was nuts. You should have seen the line outside to get in that place. It was crazy. Is, um, <laughs> Jot Travis still do shows? No, no. That, that building's uh, that's been a while. Were you it's at gone? the Ministry KMFDM show there in 1990 uh, ish? That that fucking that tour that they filmed. Yeah, yeah, with the chain link. Yeah, yes. This this tooth here. Yeah, it's still chipped because I was it's stupid lower. and I got on the fucking chain link, and yeah. Uncle Al kicked me in the face. Good for him. I bet he kicked oh, so no, many people in the face on that. Yeah, yeah. he probably kicked I, a ton I, of people in the face that year. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a that was a great tour, and yeah, a lot of the legendary all time Reno shows. Well, sure. yeah, I mean, that, I was in high school. We went to that, and that was like the first one of the first bigger shows I ever saw. Um, yeah. It's and cool it to have it like the right there on campus at UNR too. It was like a real <laughs> a neat, neat scene. Definitely first industrial thing I ever went to. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, it was just like whoa, yeah. holy that was shit! First time Did you see that? Chaos. I, I was, you know, it might have been eighty nine, but I think it yeah. was maybe nineteen ninety. Yeah, I think it was ninety. Yeah, I remember if it's the first. I had show. a ticket somewhere. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so All we're right. doing rapid okay, fire. Rapid fire, here we go. Oh shit, it gets All worse. Right. Elvis or Beatles? Huh? Elvis oh, or Beatles, Beatles? Obviously. Okay, would you rather be a juggalo or a deadhead? <laughs> oh fuck. Deadhead, I guess. <laughs> That's a tough one though. I'm satisfied. That's rough. Next. That's rough. Uh, who wins in a fight, Elvis or the Beatles? Fucking Beatles. Elvis has meth, but there's like four Beatles. Five if you, you know. Yeah. They were the Beatle boots and they kicked the shit out of you. They're going to fuck you up. That's how their friend died. They got some, you know, some revenge inside them. What happened to the fifth Beatle? They beat him down. Yeah, Stuart. Jumping him in and they just got carried away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they said someone else did it, but it was the Beatles. It was the Beatles. (laughs) Uh, Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Trek. All right. Oh, would you rather die from being exposed to the vacuum of space or uh, the bottom of the ocean? Vacuum of space. Nice. Would you rather get beat up or get arrested? Ooh. Getting arrested is not a guarantee of harm, so definitely that. But, I mean, if you do get harmed in the context of getting arrested, you're probably going to get real good in harm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Except, yeah, I guess in this scenario, you won't, you won't be harmed. Also, uh, well, in this yeah. scenario. Been there, done that. You ever call a cop a name to his face? This isn't part of the quiz. I'm just curious. <laughs> this is actually, they're the same story as this question in the last one. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, we were, uh, Jennifer and I were uh, pro- protesting the murder of Philando Castile here. And um, uh, yeah, we all got arrested and we were mouthy. Do you want us to keep that in the podcast? Whatever. Okay. Allegedly. Wait, you arrest me again? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Nick, I think it's, hear this it's a matter of public time. record yes. already. So. Okay. All right. You know, I just like to cover all bases. Right. Yeah. Sexually. Cover them up. Uh, Springsteen or Mellencamp? Uh, Springsteen. A much bigger working class hero, for sure. 
So far. I was going to go Mellencamp just because he's got Edith Massey on one of his album covers. Yeah. I, I like his music better, too, but, you know, it's a opinion show. Uh, Chicago or Minneapolis? Chicago. Sorry. Uh, Reno or Vegas? <laughs> Reno. Sure. Uh, Elko or uh, Vegas? Vegas. Elko. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Elko. Elko. Isn't that literally their town town motto? Elko, comma, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> I think that's Battle Mountain. That's Battle Mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Battle Mountain vibes for sure. Jason, don't you know Elko is Spanish for the co? <laughs> so not too many people know, know that. that. No. <laughs> did not know that. They'll never let that one go, Henry. No, I love. I thought that was one of the funniest fucking things I ever heard. All right. Well, we should probably add up the scores. You got. Who won? I'm a little frightened. Jason won. He actually got the Good job. If you look at the competition, which is also me, pretty high score. was pretty low. 500,786. It's pretty good. That's a high score. Fuck yeah. That's a good high score. Real good. I'm going to. Use the joystick to put my initials in. <laughs> What's the middle? <laughs> Jason and Hollis, or did you put a NDF? Is that what you put? NDF? What's the next song we're gonna hear, Jason? Uh, so the Retcon EP has one more song, and it's uh, it's excommunication. And is it a cover? Is it the cover of the Thrill Kill Cold song? Probably not. Sadly, no. I didn't even think of that when I was naming it. Uh, I just had to come up with a new name because for some reason I named the original track Preservation Hammer. I don't know what the fuck it meant, but those are the words I came up with. Like I was literally, hammer. I was working. That's like a hammer, hammer that holds things together instead of knocking them apart. I guess. I don't know. So, um, yeah, like I was right. I wrote a bunch of these in the basement of a public school that I was a custodian at and like, I would literally work faster and smarter and carve myself out three or four hours out of my eight hour shift to just fuck around on Ableton. So um, where a lot of this came from, I was in, in the boiler room of a public school in St. Paul. And anyway, so that I looked around and I came and there was a hammer and anyway, so yeah, excommunication uh, is basically about being brought up Jehovah's witness and then, having that awakening that so many of us do and realizing that, Oh wow, I'm in a fucking cult. So that's basically what this song is about.
Well, so Jason, dude, uh, you mentioned like it hi. being a, a, Je- a Jehovah's Witness thing. I didn't even, I didn't yeah. know what Jehovah's Witnesses were back when we were kids. Yeah, I know that yeah. now. And so yeah. I didn't even realize you were raised in a cult. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was deeply weird. Uh, you know, basically the world is run by Satan and anything worldly is bad and should be shunned ergo. And and like, uh, any kind of idolatry was very much verboten. So, uh, the level, the the bar for idolatry was pretty low too. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. No birthdays, no birthdays, no, uh, Halloween, no Christmas, no, uh, no, no, you know, Saluting the flag or doing the yeah. Pledge of Allegiance. No celebration of anything other than God. Dude, I don't yeah, remember there being. Not. Did they have to? Did you have to have a note from the from the teacher saying you couldn't do the Pledge of Allegiance? Uh, no. Uh, you basically it's, just it's uh, your legal. It's your legal right to not. Do it is your legal right. Yeah, yeah. I've never that's, heard a teacher tell dude, people you guys, they had to do it. That's now. Well, actually, we went to school no, in the seventies. Uh, Rick, Rick, it has always been your legal right. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, well, nobody, nobody, nobody ever told it. us that we could not yeah. do that. And I was well, actually like, literally hauled into the principal over and over and over by my third grade teacher. So um, for yeah. what? For just for like, that? Oh wow! Well, I know it was for that because she mentioned it every fucking time, but she. <laughs> Couldn't actually say that to him, so she'd make up some other bullshit. Yeah, well, you know what? Teachers back then, those teachers who were probably teachers left over from like World War II and stuff, they were pretty yeah. hardcore. The teachers I had this is in Voss elementary school. school. Yeah. yeah. Or, what school was that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, not Green Bray, but. Uh, Forest Drake? No. It, it, it wasn't in, in, in Sparks. I wanted to say St. Paul just now. But. Uh, <laughs> Wrong Twin Cities. Wrong. Yeah, um, uh, let's see. Which fucking school did I go to up there? It was on. It was up on the hill on the way up to McQueen. Oh, Clayton, or uh, maybe Tolls, or Grace Warner. Grace fucking Warner. Okay. Good job, Chewy. Good job, Chewy. Yeah, that's my neighborhood. Oh, I know that. Man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, those those ladies were mean. Oh yeah, it was yeah. like uh, Pink Floyd teacher shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Ian, they weren't allowed to beat kids in class either, but I saw my teacher drag a kid to the front of this class in second, in first grade and pull his pants down and spank him in front of the entire class. Yeah. Well, so, I have uh, Florence Drake, Rick. I mean, Mr. Stimmick hit me with a paddle. I don't know if he ever got around no to you. Oh shit. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And Mr. Stimmick and was a big alcoholic. They didn't even tell my parents or anything. And when I got home that night, I like started crying. And my mom was like, what's wrong? I was like, oh, I got spanked today at school. My mom flipped out and the next day went in there. Because they, but they just like that was just part of the deal. You just get hit with hit with a piece of wood if you uh, if your friends were throwing rocks on the playground or something. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Or if you were a little, yeah, like, I would have been you know, with this kid and the other kids were using quick. a Ouija board. You thought that was weird. Yeah, that was definitely a, a paddling. Yep, the good old days. Yeah, the good old days. One of my best friends as an adult, like, ended up being Jehovah's Witness, and he left the church at the same time that we started hanging out. And I got to be there for his first birthday party and his first like Christmas time. And like, Aww. he had never, it was so weird to hang out with somebody who'd never done that. I'm still not very good at it. It's actually sometimes a point of minor. Originally it was a point of contention in, in various relationships because everyone else is like, what do you mean you don't do birthdays? What do you mean you suck at Christmas gifts? You know, I'm your fucking partner. Mm-hmm. You got to do the thing. And I'm like, uh, I don't know how, yeah. <laughs> right. Why? And it doesn't make any sense why you would put stockings on the fireplace and 
Yeah. Uh, so it's all weird. That's uh, a bummer. Kim couldn't be here. That's something she she'd be able to relate yeah. with you on because she was also Jehovah's mm-hmm. Witness. So. Also, this is a total sausage party, and we could use some fucking ladies. Uh, yeah, oh, always. Dude, oh, yeah. Seriously, that is what we need her for. <laughs> well, dude, where can people uh, find you? Already mentioned the website that just goes to the band goes to the Bandcamp. You can also go to andif.org and find that there, and it's actually a, a, a website, like an adult-sized website. That'll connect to all the other stuff that you're doing. There's a. I spot. should do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, not yet. Okay. That's a good idea, though. I should be more organized, like a professional or something. And I've been I've been jamming yeah. on the end if on my bike rides lately, and it's great bike riding. Music. And I can't wait to wait to check Thank out. Thank you, type name. Stuff. Yay! Oh my, uh, my, uh, my, my Zoom used to be used for a recovery group that I belong to, and they didn't couldn't remember to enter their name every time, and so we changed the name of it to type name, and I never <laughs> changed it back. <laughs> the best good story, type name. But um, uh, do we have more tracks uh, besides the, we're going to listen to the one you guys made when you were 19, right? Oh, my yeah, God. Let's do that. Do you want to close out with that? We can do that as the guys, outro. Yeah. Okay, this is, this is like, this is like really <laughs> yeah, young, really young, sexually frustrated, skinny, oh, twink, yeah. like, like goth guys, just like, except we didn't call it goth back then, but it, were, that's though. what it looked like. Pure, pure mods. <laughs> I know it's yeah. hard to imagine. Right, and it was, and like, and it, and it was in an apartment that we literally ashed on the floor, like the carpet, like we just ashed on the carpet, smoked yeah. in the house, ashed so on the gross. carpet, and uh, yeah, smoked a lot of weed. One time, me and Mike Carlisle smoked oh, a bongful load of Skittles in that place. Um, <laughs> I had forgotten this, and then somebody came up to me and was like, "I one time walked into your apartment back in those days, and you and Mike Carlisle were smoking a bong load of Skittles." And as they were bubbling and melting and the smoke was going up the, the tube, one of you looked up at me and said, we're getting fruity. <laughs> and I I have no memory of this, but I 100% believe that it happened. That is exactly the kind of dumb oh, thing no, we would no, have been I doing. I believe that occurred. That was probably the tamest part of the day, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that is the weirdest way to taste the rainbow, dude. <laughs> wow my lungs are just thinking about that so yeah let's play that let's play that fucking that terrible track that we just threw together that's fucking that's god's, gonna be so god's help us all i love it you any other things to plug anybody else got anything they want to talk about yeah whip it out what do you got oh as far as uh what's coming up on the week uh, on the weekends um yeah what's going so on back in your hometown the Mary Anarchy Festival is coming up on the 7th and 8th and the 14th and 15th of October. And what, and, what, um, what places we, are those going to be at? Uh, the first weekend is at Alturas. The second weekend is going to be at the Elba Room. And check this out, Jason. Uh, band from Indianapolis, Service, the noisy, clangy guitar band with the drummer... Um, <laughs> From um, John Spencer Blues Explosions, just signed up to play Mary Anderson. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Wow. But anyway, uh, sounds like fun. Yeah, I'm imagining a guitar version of Babyland, which is probably totally wrong. <laughs> we'll, we'll look it up and see how accurate it is. Um, probably not at all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was good news on that. Dan Hubbard and um, Mike McMillan. Uh, brought in service to give us some star power to our lineup, uh, some mm-hmm. out of town 
you know, and also we, they needed a place to play and wanted to be part of the festival. So we're like, sure. Hell yeah. Everyone loves um, that shit. Yeah. So cool. And so uh, everybody be going to that. Um, once Unduly played the show and I kicked, I kicked the kick drum so hard the at the end of the fourth song, I punched a hole in it. Oh, uh, no shit. That's rad. Yeah. That was fun. Nick, I've recorded thousands of tracks. I've never seen that happen. Yeah, no. That's awesome. Yeah. You're pretty amazing. Because you've been yeah. doing buns of steel, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I have. I, I've been working out. Um, but um, I just wanted to say thank you to uh, Heterophobia's drummer. I forgot. His, he has a cool last name, and I forgot. But um, he gave me the kick drum and that to use for the rest of the set, and that was really nice. Uh, was really nice. Right, so we kept the show going. You would have been proud, Rick, because Rory, uh, we, we had him start the 80s poem. And then so he's doing the 80s poem while Steve's playing the jazz bass under him. And Spike's doing a little guitar work or whatever. And right after I got the kid all set up um, and ready to go, it's like half or close a third left to go on the song. And I came in with them and then finished it up. And it was fucking really cool and entertaining. Fuck yeah. Nice. And a new a new Dooley song that's jazzy. This is a jazz thing with him doing his poem, you know. So new a I new love, thing for Dooley. I love that he still whips out the eighties poem. Yeah. And the drummer yeah. and the drummer's name is Cactus. Cactus, yeah, Cactus. Thank you, Cactus. Um, I know those guys listened, and they were on fire that night too. You would have really liked them, Rick. They're um, and everybody. I've never I've never seen great. them not be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they just keep getting better. They they went down to a three piece now, and um, it's still incredible. So, Fuck. It's great. Yeah. All right, I got I got a question for you guys. Uh, name probably some highest some of the highest profile bands going on in Reno right now. What should I check out? Oh man, uh, uh, Manchild. Yeah, I was going to say Manchild is awesome. Yeah. All right. These Saturday nights. Awesome old school punk oh, rock man. God, these Saturday nights. These Saturday so nights. Awesome. Uh, Heterophobia is great. Yeah, they're fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, I really like Hired Fun too. Yes. Just are like they, are they more Carson? Punk Fury. <laughs> Carson. I'm checking the names. I'll check these out. I'm typing this all down. A lot of, they, I mean, you know, Sorry. you're an industrial guy, so I'm thinking like, oh, you have anything like that here? We had the really. Schizopolitans were kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, bands that are amazing. succeeding they're, they're at their own little thing, though, aren't they? They're they're very much like an art everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ain't no labels yeah. on that fucking band. No. Performance art. I defy a, you to come up with a single label that would work. <laughs> on a national level, Hellbound Glory is getting a ton of play on the Outlaw Country Channel on Sirius these days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Moondog Matinee had a song on... Uh, and a show on HBO. Yep. That's that's the money. Getting getting your shit on like a video game or a show yes. or a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking sync. Some of that kickback. Can't hear it, but I'm fanning myself just thinking about sync. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um what what's going on in your world? What's coming up for your NDF and uh Recon? Uh if is gonna go play uh unconvention in November. Uh, in New Jersey, which is basically right outside of New York City. So that'll be a complete and total head fuck. Retcon's going to play at the Sanctum Festival that we discussed earlier. And uh, again, I'll be opening, but it's going to be it's going to be amazing. The, the, the lineup is just absolutely ridiculous for the stuff that, uh, that I'm doing. So. And people can connect with you on 
social media and uh, yeah 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 just find me facebook.com forward slash and if and then uh the usual like you know find the heavily buried you know facebook page or 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 instagram or whatever yeah yeah there's stuff out you can find way to sell it hollis (laughs) (laughs) go looking for it you might find it. It's out there. Go looking. Yeah, maybe you'll find it. Maybe you won't. Go look at Squirrel. <laughs> well, we're rooting for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to say um, for Chewbacca, for Ian, for Dogwater Dick, for Rory, Cadillac Kim, I'm Nick Ramirez saying Mouse is cool, too. And life is short, and we love you. Mwah. Good night, ladies. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass.